John chapter 10. I want us to look at verse number 22. I want to preach a message to you just simply entitled this. I want us to hear God, hearing God, hearing God. How's your ears this morning? Are they cleaned out spiritually? Does that make sense? Are you able to hear the presence of the Lord? Are you able to hear the voice of the Lord? John chapter 10, verse 22. John chapter 10, the Bible is speaking about the shepherd, the true shepherd. It talks about Jesus being the good shepherd. It goes on down in verse 22. It talks about the shepherd that knows his sheep. And it says this. This was the feast of dedication in Jerusalem. It was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then the Jews surrounded him and said to him, How long do you keep us in doubt? If you are the Christ, then tell us plainly. In other words, you let us know where there's no doubt. Jesus answered them and said, I told you, and you will not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe, because you are not my sheep, as I said to you. Verse 27 said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. They follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. Aren't you thankful for that tonight? If you're a child of God, nobody's able to snatch you out of the Father's hand. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what comes your way. The Scripture tells us no one is able to snatch you out of the Father's hand. And verse 30 said, I and my Father are one. I and my Father are one. Say that with me. I and my Father are one. One more time. I and my Father are one. I'm thankful this morning with all of the distractions that's going all around us that I and my Father are one. With all the things that's coming in from the outside sources, I'm thankful, Brother Reigns, to know that I and my Father are one. No one is able to snatch me out of my Father's hand because I'm listening to the voice of Almighty God. I'm hearing His voice. It doesn't matter what kind of distractions come. Though they may come in, in entertainment modes or whatever the case may be, family, friends, whatever the case may be, I and my Father are one. Amen. Father, bless us now as we do our best, God, to open up your word and preach this message this morning. And we give you thanks in Christ's name. Amen and amen. Question I have for you this morning is, are you listening? Are you listening? Karen and I, we can be at the house, and Karen will say something, and I'll say, huh? You may be like I am. Karen will say something again, and I'll go, what? She may say something the third time, and by and large, this is what she'll say. Are you even listening to me? Do you have your ears open? Are you listening to me? 
Sometimes I wonder if God is up on his throne, Brother David, and he, he says that to us. My child, are you even listening to what I'm saying to you? Are you listening to what I'm saying? I mean, when you think about it, we live in a time of many, many distractions that's going on all around us. And a lot of times we love it that way. We love to be entertained. And when we get too quiet, we get too bored many times. And we love, we love the distractions. One thing I found out, Brother Charles, getting a little older, I like the quietness. I like the still. But there's a lot of young folk that don't like the quietness. They like the, they like the noise. They like all the entertainment. They distractions that comes their way. But there's got to be moments of silence, and if, and if those moments of silence comes, our little distractions comes out. If those moments of silence comes, we'll pull out our cell phones, and, and we'll start Googling this, and Googling that, and we'll talk to Alexa, and we'll, we'll talk to Siri, and we'll, we'll say, basically, entertain me, and we'll look up all kinds of things. They're distractions. Have you spoken to somebody lately and you spoke to, and while you spoke to them, you're thinking in your mind, they're not listening to me. They're not paying me any attention whatsoever. That's probably that happens to every one of us, the voice. But the question is this, the voices that we're listening to, which is the most important voice that we're tuned in with? Do we need to listen like we need to? Yes. And there's a saying that says knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. Knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. And if we want to be wise and if we want to listen, then we need to listen to that most important voice that we, that we are tied into. That voice should be a voice full of knowledge, right? I mean, if we're going to listen anyway to the voices that's in our life, we need to listen to the voice that's full of knowledge. Shouldn't it be that voice that spoke everything into existence? Shouldn't we listen to the voice that spoke throughout the old Testament and throughout the New Testament that spoke all these things into existence and personally sent his son to speak and demonstrate in the flesh the compassion that he has for us and the love that he has for us. And when you look at the scripture, he followed that up by the Holy Spirit that would be an indwelling voice that guides us each and every day. I don't know about you, but the Holy Spirit speaks. The Holy Spirit speaks day in and day out. I I know some folks that will pastor I don't listen to the voice of God well have you ever listened to that innermost being that gut if you will because no doubt nine times out of ten it's the Holy Spirit that's speaking to you and you just got to get tuned in to the voice of Almighty God amen he's still speaking today he's not shut up he's not closed his mouth as he spoke in Old Testament times and as he spoke in New Testament times. Brother Joe, he's still speaking in 2019 today, amen. We've just got to listen and tune our ears in to the voice of Almighty God. I mean, when you think about it, when we lived in perfect peace and we lived in perfect harmony, Eve let one lying voice distract her from the truth to the one who created everything. Adam let a distracted person distract him from the very one who he walked with in the Garden of Eden, that one voice he could trust, casting doubt on the very truth that he knew to be truth. And today, if we're not careful, we will have false, uh, false voices screaming for our attention and for every possible direction and every possible device that we have. We'll use our cell phones. We'll use our computer. We'll use our television. We'll
will use whatever method in order to get understanding and in order to get knowledge. And you and I as God's people only need to tune in to the one true voice. And it's God Almighty. It's Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that speaks to us day in and day out. Amen. And so if that's the case, Pastor, how do we cut through all the thousands of distractions and focus on the one true voice? John tells us in John 10 and 27 in the NIV version, it says, my sheep listen to my voice. It didn't stop there. It goes on to say, I know them and they follow me. My sheep listen to my voice. What voice? What voice are we talking about? We're talking about the shepherd, the true shepherd, God Almighty. We live in a world with those, with those thousands of voices screaming at our attention. Everyone trying to communicate a message. Think about this. If Adam and Eve listened to the wrong voice when they were only two, then what chance do you and I have? If Adam and Eve only had two voices to listen to and they messed it up, what chance do you and I have? What, what voice am I going to pull out of the crowd? What voice am I going to choose to listen to? Years ago in a, in a children's church, thank you very much. Years ago in a children's church of over 100 kids, the, the children's pastor chose several kids that he knew had a close friend there. And then he blindfolded them and, and, and their friend was given a candy bar. And if their friend could find them blindfolded just by their voice, the candy bar would be them, would be theirs. And so he blindfolded part of them, and, and, the, and their friends had the candy bar, and they're standing in a crowd, and everybody is making noise, calling that friend's name. Hey, Bob, hey, Joe, hey, Sue, whatever the case may be. By and large, every one of those children were able to follow the voice of their friend so they could get to the prize. Listen to me, church. You can always make out the voice of the one you always have the closest relationship to. If your relationship with the Lord is close, you're going to know his voice. If you've listened to him, if you've talked with him, if you've spent I'm with a father, you will know the father's voice. I'm often asked, Pastor, how in the world do I hear God's voice? Can I just tell you very simply, spend time with him. Spend time with him. It's not, a, it's not a hard thing. It's a very simple thing. Simply spend time with him. And if we fail to do so, and one or more of the voices of distraction, they will get our attention instead of the master we got to spend time with him. Here's something you may want to write down. When you have wrong affections, it drowns out the voice of God. When you have wrong affections, when my focus is wrong, when my focus is wrong, I'm going to have wrong affections, right? And I'm going to miss out on the voice of Almighty God. I've got to listen to the voice of Almighty God. I've got to hear his voice. I've got to know what he is saying. And the way I do that is simply spending time with the Father. God is speaking, and he simply is saying, trust in me. Trust in me. Lean upon me. See, the crowd will miss it every time. The crowd will miss it every time. Matter of fact, in John chapter 10, it says the Jews gathered around him saying, how long are you going to keep us in suspense, Lord? Can you just tell us? If you're the Christ, then tell us plainly. And Jesus says, I did tell you, but you are not listening. 
I did tell you who I was, but you do not believe. I've told you many times, but you do not believe. He goes on to say the miracles that I do in my Father's name speak for me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. Amen. Can I tell you that the road that leads to heaven is narrow, the Bible said, because there's only one voice out of the thousands that is giving correct directions on how to navigate the road of life. I'm going to tell you, sometimes this road of life is difficult. Sometimes with all the distractions and all the noises that come in our mind, it's hard to know the right direction to go. But there's one thing I've found out. Brother Range, if I can stay focused on him, if I can keep my ears tuned in to his voice, if I can listen to the voice of God, if I'll spend time with him, if I'll sup with him, if I'll pray to him, if I'll get out my word and I'll read the word of God and I'll study the word of God, the more and more I go and the more and more I grow and the more and more I mature in him, I can understand the voice of Almighty God. I'm not going to have have to question it. I'm not going to have to wonder, is that his voice or is that the other one's voice? Is that God's voice or is it the devil's voice? Is it a naysayer's voice or is it God's voice that's talking to me? I will know what it says. You've heard me say before, there's moments when we get in the car and we turn on the GPS system. And if I know where I'm going and I turn that on, I like to play with it. It's just a hobby. And we'll go the wrong way in order to get it to reroute some things, right? Especially if I know where I'm going, Brother Reigns, it's not a problem. I'll turn this direction or I'll turn that direction. And, and the little voice on there, little lady's voice, it just confuses her altogether. You got to turn here. You got to reroute here. You got to make a U-turn here. You got to change this direction and all those kind of things. But this is one thing I found out. If I don't know where I'm going, I'm more in tune to listen to her voice than not. Hello? Because I have no clue where I'm going. And she knows about half the time anyway. And I'm going to pay attention to what the GPS system is saying. Have you ever wandered off on your own and you really come to find out that your GPS system really knew more than you did? I've done that too. But listen to me. When we look at that from a spiritual standpoint, if you and I argue with the voice of God... Come on, somebody. If you and I argue with the voice of God, we could be eternally lost going in the wrong direction every day. Can I tell you this morning as a way of encouraging you, when God speaks, don't turn the wrong way. When God speaks, don't choose not to listen to him, but choose rather to listen to him. When God is speaking, stop everything else you're doing and listen to the voice of Almighty God. He will always lead you in the right direction. Amen. And so then if you got, you got to ask the question, where is the voice leading? Where is the voice going? What, what is the destination? Because really, in this spiritual thing, destination is the key, right? Where I'm going is the key. Where's the final destination? The voices that you're listening to, where are they leading you to? Where are they leading you to? John tells us in verse 27, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. Nobody can snatch it out of their hand. Amen. Nobody can snatch it out of their hand. 
Government may try to take taxes away from you. Government may try to take all kinds of things away from you. Some of your family members may try to say this and say that, but can you leave this place this morning knowing and rest assured of the fact of this, that Jesus Christ is always on your side. He will never let you down. He will never let go. He will never walk away from you. You may walk away from him, but he will never walk away from you. Why? Because he loves you. And that's the voice that you and I ought to be listening to this morning. Amen. Here's the thing. Have you ever noticed this? That it's easy today to find a voice that will lead you to where you want to go and help you feel good about it. Now, you may have never thought about that. It's happening every day. You find a voice that will take you to where you want to go, and it will make you feel good about it. I'm not saying it was the right place to go. We done, we, done discuss, we, done, we, done, we done talked about this a few weeks ago that sometimes the carnal nature sometimes rises up within us and, and, and takes us places and, and wants us to do things that, that our spirit man does not want us to do. But we'll always find somebody that'll say it's okay. It's not hard to find that person. It's not hard to find that individual that'll say everything's going to be all right. Go ahead and do that. If it feels good, do it. God's a loving God. God's not going to send you to hell. God's not going to take you anywhere that you don't want to go, and that's true. But you will, and you'll find that person that always make you feel good about it. I mean, a life pursuit that may not be a direct sin, but that doesn't lead you to God's direction for you in your life. You can always find somebody that will assure you that you're okay even when you're going the wrong way. Amen. And we call them friends. We call them close associates. We call them close people that, that really care about us. Listen to me, church. I mean, after all, we, God, we were made that way, so how can God hold that against you? 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, Paul addressed this issue. He said, he said this, he said, For the time will come. When they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned into fables. The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Can I tell you, we're here today. It's not somewhere in the future. We're here today. I cannot believe my ears sometimes when I turn on the television set and the news reports and I look at all the things that's going on in our world today and I'm scratching my head and wondering, Lord, how in the world did we come to this place in America? How in the world did we come to this place in our Christian circles? How in the world are we believing that today? Because it goes contrary against your word, God. It simply means that we have closed an ear to the voice of God and we've picked up another ear to the world and what the world is saying feels good to us what the world is saying it lets everything be okay but can I tell you the truth today the word of God has been true ever since it has been printed the word of God is still true today the word of God will always lead you in the direction that you need to go do not deviate from the word of God always have your ear in tune with the voice of almighty God and he will take you to where you need to go amen Hallelujah. Wrong affections. Wrong affections will always drown out the voice of God. 
Listen to me, church. You better be careful what voice you allow to speak into your life. You better be careful what voice is speaking to you. You better be careful where that voice is leading you. What you are listening to may lead you to a physical and an ultimately a spiritual destruction. you got to tune into God. Because if the voice you hear is not matching up with the word of God, what's already been said in his word, then you're tuning into the wrong voice. You can match it up. Amen. Listen, you need to understand that God is more concerned about your purity than he is your prosperity. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you are. God is more concerned about your purity, your holiness as you stand before him. And when I say holiness, I'm not talking about the way you look and the way you dress. It does matter. I grew up in a time in the church, and I'm not, I'm not bashing any of that. I grew up in a time that you had to have your hair six feet above your head. Those buns on, you know what I'm talking about. You had to wear a, a, a three-piece suit and a little skinny tie to preach. You had to have, a, you have that certain look and all of those kind of things. And I'm not saying nothing was wrong with that. I'm just saying it's nothing to do with holiness. But your heart has everything to do with holiness. Who you are has everything to do with holiness. But you've got to be careful that the voice that you hear is, is matching up to the word of Almighty God. Amen. Your holiness more than your health. Your position in him rather than your position in society. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. This sort of sums up everything I've already said. It says this, but seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be given to you. All of these things will be given to you if you seek first the kingdom of God. What things, pastor? I'm talking about joy and blessing upon your life. I'm talking about the things and the blessings of Almighty God and the promises that God has already, if I seek first the kingdom of heaven, all of these things will be given to you. You know what our problem is? We're so concerned with what the Joneses have and what the Smiths have and what this one has and what that one's got and we ain't got it. We're just poor little me and we're a little poor little Christian and God don't bless me and God don't honor me and God doesn't give me. You got your priorities all messed up and you're not listening to the voice of God. I've come to tell you this morning that because I listened to the voice of God, he has blessed me more ways, Brother Keith, than I care to imagine this morning. He's blessed me if he, if he never blessed me anymore from this day forth. I've got enough blessings that are carrying me through. Amen. Hallelujah. Give him praise in the house. So what is the voice that you're listening to? Where is it leading you today? Because you and I, we, we both could talk about tragic stories that we hear all over. The voice that's leading us. Not just where, but what's the focus? Where is he leading us today? Where is he leading us? Are we listening for a, for a momentary happiness or, or a long-term joy? Psalms chapter 16, verse 11 says this, You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. It tells us you have made known to me the path of life. First Timothy 5 and 6 said this, but she who lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. Think about that. Happiness is something people will go to great lengths to pursue. Happiness
happiness. And matter of fact, you can, you can look at the entertainment industry. Entertainment industry will spend billions of dollars because people will spend billions of dollars for a few moments of happiness. Well, pastor, are you, are you against happiness? Not at all. I wish to the Lord every one of us would be happy when we leave this place. Let me just back this up. I hope I wish everybody would be happy when you come into this place. <laughs> Hello. I mean, if anybody ought to be happy, it ought to be Christians, right? If anybody ought to be joyous, it ought to be us folks. So, yeah, I want everybody to be happy. But what are we listening to? Psalm says, you've made known to me the path of life. Happiness is, is something that people, you and I, will go to great lengths in order to pursue it. People will walk away from spouses. Listen to me. People will walk away from children. People will walk away from jobs. People will walk away from commitments, leaving destruction in their wake with no reason other than the words this, I'm not happy. Let me just let that sink in a little bit. We've experienced it. There's some of you that is already experiencing it. They'll leave all of those things simply because they feel like, Brother Joe, I'm not happy. Wrong affections will drown out the voice of God. And there's many today that settling for periods of, of, of fleeting happiness listening to the voice of the day when joy that they really need is for eternity. Hallelujah. Is for eternity. Happiness is based more on circumstances sometimes if we're not careful than celebrations that we go through. Yeah. I was happy when my grandchildren was born. I was happy when my children was born. Happiness is based on more than circumstances than winning or losing. It's based on more than, than health, if you've got good health or bad health. Compliments or criticism. Brother Caleb said it earlier, the fast is over with, so I'm happy now. You can be happy. But why do you and I, why do we settle for a, a fleeting happiness when God has created us with the capacity to be filled day in and day out with the fullness of joy? In him, the Bible said, there is a fullness of joy. There's a fullness of joy. I know I may be going through some stuff, and I know I may be battling some devils in my life, but I can still be joyous today because I know who carries the battle. I know who's going to fight fight for me. They just got through singing it a while ago. There's somebody else that's going to fight the battle for me and all I've got to do Sister Bridget is walk through the open door that you was talking about this morning and obtain the blessing and obtain the promise of Almighty God. Amen. Well give him praise in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Peter 1 and 8 said this though you have not seen him you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. And he goes on to say, and you are filled with an inexpressible and a joyous joy. Full of joy. Do you understand the Bible mentions joy sometimes and rejoicing some 330 times in Scripture? The Bible only mentioned happiness, though, about 26 times. Less than 30 times. Is it bad not to be happy? No, I enjoy being happy. I like being happy. I'd rather be happy than sad. Hello? I'd rather, ring, I'd, ra I'd rather hang around happy folks instead of hanging around negative folks. Negative folks are a bummer. 
Negative folks will pull you down. Negative folks will make you think, well, everything's not going like I thought it was. You hang around them long enough, you'll not be happy anymore. You hang around them long enough, you'll be negative. I'd rather be hanging around some happy folks. I would to God that everybody come to Pathway every time the doors is open is happy folk. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking to you. Everybody say, be happy. Be happy. <laughs> but here's what I found out. Serving the Lord. That Sister Laura, even though I may be going through some stuff, I can still have the joy of the Lord. The Bible tells me that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm weak today, Pastor, than just get a little bit of joy. I don't know if I can put one foot in front of the other than just experience a little bit of the joy that the Bible is speaking about. You don't know what I'm dealing with. I'm going through hell. I understand that. But understand that Jesus Christ came, that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. And if that's the case, you can have joy today. You can have joy today. You can have joy today. You know what I found out? That happiness depends on what happens to me. What happens to you. And what, in other words, so if all the circumstances are right, then I can be happy. If everything is going my way, then I can be happy. But joy comes from the inside. Joy can be there even in the midst of those difficult times. And I believe that's because God's people were meant to be joyful people. That's because God's people were created to be joyful people. Thousands of distracting voices all around us, and they scream at us every day. But there's one voice that says, follow me, and I'll lead you to a fullness of joy. I don't know about you, but I've come to let the devil know one thing this morning. I ain't listening to your voice, devil. I choose to listen to the voice of Almighty God. And when God says it, everything else is all right. Hallelujah. Everything's all right. Hallelujah. The best way for you and I to cut through all the distractions, the best way for you and I to cut through all the clamoring to get my attention is to answer one question. You may be here this morning and say, Pastor, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right where you're talking about. I, I got so many voices in my head. I, I got so many things that I'm dealing with. I've got so many things that I'm listening to. I've, I've got so many voices that comes every day and I don't know what voice to hear. You got to ask yourself one question. Why? Should I listen to that voice versus this voice? Why am I listening to it? John tells us they'll never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. They'll not recognize a stranger's voice. So why then, if that's the case, if we're not recognizing the stranger's voice, why are we letting that voice speak into our life? Why are we allowing that negative voice to speak into our life? Are you looking for an excuse to do what you wanted to do anyway? Are we, are we having that ear that itches and, and we just want to be tuned into because this is what we think is going to be okay? Are we really trying to listen to the voice that we need? Are we looking for acceptance? Are we genuinely looking 
for the truth? Are we genuinely looking for happiness or are we looking for that fullness of joy, that true joy? Are we living this life trying to pull everything out that we can because we know life is short and we forget about eternity? Or are we looking for that eternal joy? Because this is what you need to understand. Your why voice is going to determine that who voice. And once Brother Rains, the who voice is determined, it'll take care of the where voice, where I'm headed, where I'm going, my final destination. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm just telling you this. It's time for you and I to inventory the voices and the distractions that you're letting influence your life the most. To influence your life the most. Now listen to me. If you'd be honest with me, we, we, all are, are, we're, we all are there. What voice are we listening to? What voice are we listening to? What voice are we listening to? Inventory the voices. Whether they be friends, whether they be peer pressure, whether it's music, whether it's media, whatever the case may be. Whether there's somebody just, just speaking that into your ear that, that fancies your attention. Catches your attention. See, your life isn't leading you where you want to go, and maybe it's time to change the who that you're listening to, if that's the case. Matthew 15 and 14 said this, leave them. They are blind guides. If a blind man leads a blind man, then both will fall into a pit. Both of them will fall into a pit. John 10 and 27, my sheep, listen to my voice. I know them and they know me. What are you talking about? Right affections will clear up the voice of God in your mind. Wrong affections will not clear it up. But if I have the right affections, if my affections is on him, if my focus is on him, if my attention is on him, my path will be clear. My path will be clear. You can know the voice. You can know the voice. It's the voice that you were meant to follow. You can know the voice. You can learn to pull that voice out of the crowd. It's the voice of the one that laid his life down to save you. It's the voice of the one that shed blood on Calvary that you might have life. It's the voice of one that was on that whipping post and they whipped him and they beat him until he was unrecognizable to the crowd. Brother David, for my healing and for my affliction, it's the voice of God that says, I love you. It's the voice of God said, if you make your bed in heaven, I'm there. And if you make your bed in hell, there I am also. It's the voice of God that said, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back be ready it's the voice of God that says if you are in Christ you are made a new creation old things are passed away behold all things have become new today everything you truly desire down deep awaits for you to learn to follow the one and only true voice and that's Jesus Christ that's God Almighty that's his voice hallelujah hallelujah Thank you, Lord. Everybody stand over the house. Thank you, Jesus. What voice? What voice? What voice are you listening to? 
Who's got your attention this morning? Every head bowed and every eye closed, Father. Father, we come before you today. Lord, we come before you. Oh, God, help our ears to hear. Help our ears to hear what you're saying, Lord. Help our ears to hear the voice that we need to listen to in these last days. There's so many voices, Lord, that's clamoring for our attention today to come here, to come there, to do this, to do that. But God, your word never fails. Your word never fails. Your word never fails. It never lets us down. And God, we got to choose to listen to you. From all the voices out of the air, from all the voices in the crowd, from all the voices, oh God, that would seem to get in the way, help us to pull your voice down. Help us, God, to pull your voice down. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With every head bowed and every eye closed, let me ask you a question today. You say, Pastor, that's where I am today. I, I can't differentiate between God's voice and some other voice. It seems to be chaos in my mind. It seems to be chaos in my life. It seems to be chaos in my family. And if there's anything I need in 2019, I need to be tuned into the voice of God. Would you just lift up your hand and put it right back down? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In the balcony on this main floor, if that's you, just put it up right back down. I want to be tuned into His voice. I want to listen to the voice of God. That's my heart. That's my heart. That's my desire today. You may be struggling today. You may be dealing with a lot of stuff. But you can hear the voice of God. You can hear the voice of Almighty God. Thank you, Lord. If everyone will, I want you to come to this altar. I, I was really unsure about the way that the Lord wants me to deal with this altar call, but... I believe I heard the Lord speak a few moments ago. I want everybody to come. Those that lifted up your hand, those that did not. I want you to come this morning. You know who you are that lifted up your hand. Don't stay back in that seat. You come. You come with everyone. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, Jesus. Help us today, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. My sheep know my voice, says the Lord. My sheep will follow me. In whatever direction I bid them come, they will come. Because their ears are tuned in to my voice. And I, the Lord, is saying to you one more time to listen to my word today. Listen to my voice today. Listen to my voice today in your prayer. Listen to what I'm speaking to you. I'll not lead you wrong. I'll not take you down a wrong path. But I'll lead you in the direction that you need to go. There's a way that seems right unto man. But the end is death. But if you'll listen to my voice... I'll take you down a path that's clear. I'll take you down a path of life. I'll take you down a path that's full of joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. To listen to you. Help us to listen to you. That this is what I want you to do for this altar call. We had, best I could tell, four or five hands that was lifted up that wants to hear the voice of Almighty God. No doubt you're standing by beside some person that their hand went up. But I want you to turn to that friend or turn to that family member, turn to that neighbor, every one of you. We're family today. We're family. And I want you to lay your hands on them and I want you to plead the blood of Jesus on their life. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't bother anybody, I want you to begin to pray for one another. Put your hands on ears. And ask God to open up the hearing spiritually. Ask God to open it up. They can begin to hear what God is saying. Go ahead, turn. Turn to someone. Begin to minister to them. Begin to minister to them today. Father, open up the ears today. Open up the ears today, Lord. Open up the ears today, God. Help us, Lord, to receive your word today. Help us to receive your voice today. In the name of Jesus, help us to receive your voice today, oh God. Help us to receive your voice today, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus.